User-generated content is happening all around you every single day, every single second, is as much a staple of the internet as cat videos and memes. Actually, it is cat videos and memes, among other things. It's such an important part of the internet that we don't even think about it as user-generated anymore. As of February 2017, 69% of U.S. adults had taken at least one selfie. Every minute, the internet is published with 600 new wiki pages, 50,000 videos and photos to Instagram, and more than 500,000 photos or videos on Snapchat. Every minute. So how do you harness this boundless creativity and production in your communication strategies? Have no fear. You've come to the right place. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. A couple of weeks ago, the wonderful and crazy, you don't have to work with her every day, but she is wonderful. Laura Petrolino created the Communicator's Ultimate User-Generated Content Guide, and I want to talk about a bit about that today. So what is user-generated content? Simply, it's content from blog posts to Twitter conversations that people who aren't directly in your brand and businesses create. People want to share stories and experiences with one another online. Our job as content marketers, if we're doing it right, is to give them something good to talk about. So let's talk about goals. The most important part of any communications plan is to have clear goals, and it's especially important to get this right if you're going to integrate a user-generated content campaign into your plan. At every stage, when creating and executing your plan, here are some questions you need to answer. Number one, how will this campaign get you closer to the goals of your larger PR plan? Number two, what are the objectives of this individual campaign? Number three, how will you measure success? And number four, is the user-generated campaign going to work in a consistent and cohesive manner with your other campaigns across all four of the peso model types? If at any point the user-generated campaign you hope to execute does not match your existing brand and strategies when you ask yourself these questions, it's time to go back to the drawing board and tweak. I know that's a pain in the butt, but it's a lot easier to do it at this point than to do it later after you've failed. When designing a user-generated campaign, the goal is to keep it focused, strategic, and measurable. Once you've spent a bit of time thinking about your goals, where do we start for real? Where are the users? Well, they're on social media. So guess what? Social media is the best place to start. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and if you follow the Spin Sucks blog, you probably have a good sense of where your people are. And that's where you'll start. The best thing about user-generated content campaigns is there are limitless possibilities. The worst thing about user-generated campaigns is that there are limitless possibilities. The sheer number of choices can often paralyze campaign designers. That's why you must anchor your campaigns in your goals. So let's start small with calls for engagement. You've probably participated in these kinds of campaigns before, maybe without even realizing it in the comment sections of Facebook posts or in the mentions of a tweet. There's small asks such as share a photo of such and such and don't forget to tag us or use this special hashtag. Or tag a friend you think needs to see this in the comments. Or create a silly and funny caption for this photo. 
Just one small side note, a quick reminder about hashtags. When you're designing these campaigns, don't forget to plan your hashtags in advance. You want something short, easy to remember, and already not being used for something else. A clear hashtag is important for legal reasons in the case of a contest or repurposing content. They'll also be crucial for measuring participation, reach, and engagement. This will help people find your brand and your campaign. They will help you find your micro-influencers, and they set the tone for your brand. This least last detail is super important. Your hashtag and your brand should be clearly linked in some way. That way, when people see others post using the hashtag, they can connect it back to you with little difficulty. Okay, now that said, let's go back to user-generated content. To give you some perspective about what this looks like in practice, I reached out to the SpinSucks community to see what they think about user-generated contents for brand. See what I did there? Yep, I did it. I brought in user-generated content into this episode. Paula Kiger had quite a few examples. She said... Rent the Runway comes to mind. When I was a Gwenny B subscriber, I would wear the stuff and tag them. They'd pick up those types of things and run them on their own social accounts. She also said Prana and Disney come to mind. Of course, Disney gets major user-generated content from all of us. It is a small world after all. And the aforementioned Laura Petrolino said, Sephora does an awesome job at user-generated content. And when speaking about Instagram story, she said, I see and participate with a lot of brands who do this well on Instagram, especially now with Instagram stories and being able to reshare stories you're tagged in. What happens is a really nice self-fueling cycle. User posts story about brand product and tags brand. Brand reshares. User loves ego boost of having a bigger brand reshare and continues to post more and more. Other users benefit from real life user feedback and use brand and start to post. Rinse and repeat. Kind of cool, right? In its purest form, user-generated content campaigns are about building a conversation. Simple, right? Too simple? Don't worry. We have many more examples, some of them much more involved than others. Some other user-generated campaigns can look like the following. Choosing a customer each day to do or each month to do a day-in-the-life video or interview focused on how they use your product or service in their daily life, both in expected and unexpected way. Video testimonial submissions. This works really well for B2B, so these aren't all just B2C examples. Asking your audience to create jingles for your brand, a strategy that's employed by Safe Auto Insurance. An invitation to join a customer-only LinkedIn or Facebook group or online forum hosted on a website or through various applications such as Slack or Discord. Kind of like the Spin Sucks community on Slack. You can join it for free. You can ask your customers to submit photos or videos of them interacting with your brand or product in some way, such as the famous GoPro videos. And one of my favorites, a remix on the calls for engagement and the contents of a post. Create a community question of the week posted on your most popular social network. Then, once the conversation ebbs a little bit, you can turn the answers into a blog post and start the discussion on your website all over again. Christopher Penn does a really nice job of this with his You Ask, I Answer segment episode. I don't know what you call it. Video. I don't know what you call it. He does a really nice job with you ask, I answer. So uh, that's if you want to check out an example, that's a good way to do it. Are you getting excited yet? I find that this is one of the great parts of user generated content campaigns. And like I said, they work for both B2B and B2C. It's not just a consumer thing. It really works as well for a B2B organization, a service organization, nonprofits, of course. They really tap into the creativity of the internet, and that kind of energy is infectious. 
When you try out these calls for engagement, pay very close attention to who's participating. Note who engages with you the most and in a way that seems to capture your message and resonate with other users. You'll want to remember those people. They are your micro-influencers. And eventually, as you refine your user-generated content campaign strategies, you're going to nurture them further. While not Kardashian, a micro-influencer holds credibility and trust with your target audience. When these micro-influencers participate in your user-generated content campaigns, they're providing an implied endorsement of your brand. This means that if you want your campaigns to be successful, you need to keep micro-influencers happy and on your side. The goal here is to build a deeper relationship with them than with the average person in your audience. One of the easiest ways to do this is to reach out to them personally to thank them or offer them something special for their participation. You should engage with their posts, not only the ones that they post about your brand, and you should ask their permission to reshare something they've posted about you. Christopher Penn has participated in user-generated content as a paid influencer. He said the experience has been excellent. He said, I've had a handler clear guidelines, disclosure rules, and generally speaking, the content I've been asked to create is relevant to our audiences. He continues with, in return, not only do we participate in sharing and amplifying, but we have formal monthly reporting requirements. I send a 25-page slide deck every month to my client. Feeling nervous yet? We're talking about opening up your brand and communication strategy to the internet, so that's totally normal. The internet is a big place, and a lot of it is difficult to control. The thing to remember here is that your brand is already being talked about. People are social creatures and they want to be involved with the organizations they do business with. Through reviews, feedback, discussion, it is a mistake not to capture the buzz and energy being generated by users. It does mean that consumers and their surrounding communities are going to become part of your organization, your brand, and your message. And that's fantastic. It's going to happen whether or not you're there to actively facilitate the conversation. So you may as well be there. Don't be passive. Get on the offensive. Embrace the community and your micro-influencers and start working with the quote-unquote new members of your team. And before we say goodbye for the week, I have a question for you. What do you think are the best user-generated campaigns? What brands would you participate for or do you? And what would you want in return from those brands? Join us in the free Spin Sucks community at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Spinsucks.com slash spin sucks community with hyphens in between <laughs> to share your answer. See you later. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 